Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm delighted you could join us. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We already have several callers who've joined us this evening, and uh, and then we have several people who've submitted questions online, so I'm going to be answering them as well. So let's go ahead and get started, and I believe we have Gloria. Gloria, are you with us? Yes, I am, Julie. Hello. Hi, Gloria. Thanks for joining us this evening. What? Where are you calling from? Oh, Georgia. Oh, terrific. Okay, so are you a Southern Belle? I am a Southern Belle, and you probably can hear it. <laughs> a Southern Belle with a bad voice. Oh, well, do you have a question this evening? Yes, I do, and it may be a strange one, but I'm going to ask it and clear it up. Okay. Is it possible for my body energy to interfere with electronics? I have... Uh, with computers and uh, printers for quite some time, I have a problem. I almost cannot use them. I work on them for hours, and for days I have replaced my computer and my printer. They all act up uh, all the time, and it's just really stressful. And one day while I was uh, at the computer... I was upset, and I thought, this is just so strange that I have so much trouble. And then I just sort of had it to dawn on me, it's you, that it's me. Uh, what happens causing, what, what happens to the computers when you're in front of them? They just uh, freeze. Uh, my When I type letters, they don't type in the right place. They go off. I can't scroll. Huh. Uh, and I have a new printer that I've only got to use once because that's the only time I've got it to print. And as a matter of fact, this week I was thinking about buying a new computer. And uh, I worked on it this week, two whole days, trying to get it to work. Huh. And it uh Is it me? Uh, is, that, is that just a, a strange idea that uh, I come up uh, with? It's just so strange. But well, I would say, years. yeah, I would say listening to you that you have an electric personality, <laughs> which is good, <laughs> vibrant. But... It doesn't like it. <laughs> so let me get you on my radar, Gloria, and let me see what I'm going to do is I'm going to do an instant replay of what happens. I'm going to envision you, okay, my laser beam. I have a laser beam that looks like the line on an Etch-a-Sketch toy if you ever played with an etch-a-sketch perhaps when you were younger maybe your kids had one and it's about that thickness but it's lit up it's like a laser beam and it's going from me to you and I've got you hooked in got you on my radar okay 
Yeah, yeah, you do. All right. Do you, you're absolutely right. It is you. Your energy field is interfering with these um, electronics. Do you have a pacemaker or any other kind of electronic advice or Wi-Fi device? Are you wearing like a first alert? button or necklace or, or bracelet or anything like that? The only thing I can uh, think of is I have AFib. Okay. And uh, is my heart putting out a regular current? I know that it has something to do with that. Uh, uh, okay, so you don't use one of those first alert devices or anything? Uh, I, I use one, but I haven't had it on uh, recently, and I'm still having problems. Okay, I think the first alert device, first of all, may be interfering with it. Do you keep it in your purse and your purse is close by, or where is it normally? Uh, I'm uh, in one end of the house, and it's in the other end uh, presently. Uh, as a matter of fact, I hung it uh, by the bed so I, could, uh, I didn't want to wear it in the house. I just wanted it available at night. Okay. I think that has something to do with it, first of all. Secondly, I think you've got a lot of EMFs happening in your house, electromagnetic frequencies. Do you have a um, portable phone, like those, you know, phones that were, before we had cell phones, we all had portable phones. They had little antennas and you'd put them on a base, but then you could take the handset with you around the house. Well, that is uh, is what I use. It's okay, I think that's inter- I think that could be interfering with it as well. Um, your energy field is very bright. Oh, it sounds like they're in the wind. <laughs> okay, um, your energy field is really bright, Gloria, and so um, I don't get that it has anything to do with AFib. What I suggest. You do. I don't think it's coming from your energy field. I think it's it, you've got some electromagnetic stuff in the form of um, EMFs happening in your house. And if you Google EMF um, EMF regulators, it's a little device that you plug into the wall in the outlet, and it will help calm down those frequencies in your house. Oh, okay. okay. I don't Wonderful. think it's you. I think you're very vibrant, but I don't think you're quite that powerful in this case. Well, that's why I thought it was, it was so crazy that I yeah. could do that. No, but I think I, I think that that's a great question, but but go Google um, EMF devices. Also, I know that there's one on bulletproofexec.com. I know that website sells them. Amazon sells them. They're, I think they're under 20 bucks, and they are just this little device that you plug into an outlet in the wall. I would plug that in near where your computer is. Is your wi- Do you have Wi-Fi in the house? Yes, I do. Okay, plug it there. Plug it near where the Wi-Fi is. I think that's what's going on. You've just got so much electric stuff going on in your house, that, um, and I think you should be able to fix it that way. Well, that uh, I'm really happy to hear that. Uh, it is so stressful, and uh, my body really gets stressed when I uh, do this, and this will help with the stress level. Thank Terrific. You. Well, good. You bet. Thanks for calling, and thanks for joining us this evening. Thank you, Julie. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye. Okay, next I think we have Judy. Judy, are you with us? Yes, I'm right here. Hi, How Judy. Thanks for joining us this evening. Where are you calling us from? 
Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Oh, lovely. Do you have a question for me? I seem to have um, some form of bacteria in my body that cannot be identified. Oh, lovely. Okay. Because I have a lot of intestinal and um, stomach problems that go on. I had a bacteria in my stomach, which I thought I cleared it up. But there's some bacteria that's in my body that the doctors cannot identify what it is. Mm-hmm. I went to, I only do alternative medicine, so I went to um, uh, allergy spe- specialist for mm-hmm. the food allergies that I have. Mm-hmm. And he said, I have a bacteria in my body. He's given me several treatments for it. But when he tests again, it continues to show up. Okay. What are your symptoms, Judy? I have irritable bowel. I okay. have a lot of burping and bloating. Okay. And a lot of cramping. I usually get there. Not too many foods I can eat without having a reaction. Okay. All right. Well, let me get you on my radar. And uh, I'm in Alabama, Judy, so my laser beam is going to go. As you heard me mention to um, Gloria, it looks like a very thin pinpoint line, like what you would see on an Etch-a-Sketch, but it's lit. It's illuminated. So it is going southeast from where I am in Birmingham to you in Florida. Okay, I've got you on my radar. You're full of yeast. Has Mm -hmm. Has the doctor tested you for candida? Yes, and I've taken medication for candida, but it doesn't seem to be going away. All right. I've stopped eating a lot of the foods that will create the yeast. There is, um, let me, actually one of the people, Melissa from Melbourne, Florida, interestingly enough, two Florida girls here, She asked a question. I was going to read it later, but let me go ahead. And she has similar symptoms to you for you. And um, let me. I'll I'll read the rest of hers later. But let me give you what my suggestions are because it's the same for you. Number one, do a search on candida yeast overgrowth, and um, do a Google search on that first of all. Secondly, check out a book called Eat Fat Get Thin by Mark Hyman, MD. And uh, he, he, Dr. Hyman's the head of functional medicine at the Cleveland Clinic, and he has tons, years and years and years and thousands of patients worth of experience in treating yeasty issues. And you can also learn more about him if you go to drhyman.com, and it's D-R-H-Y-M-A-N.com for more information. Number three, another great reference is Detoxification and Healing by Sidney Baker, MD. Dr. Baker is a former professor at both Yale and Princeton Medical Schools and is a walking encyclopedia on how to treat yeast overgrowth and its accompanying systems, symptoms. Excuse me. And then, mm-hmm. if at all possible, are you on any antibiotics at all, Judy, or have you taken? No. Okay, good. Stay away from the antibiotics. Eat organic as much, much as possible because non-organic foods have the and mainstream meat and chicken, you know, animals that have eaten non-organic feed, they have mm-hmm. antibiotics in them because that's what's in the pesticides and herbicides. That's what those are. Mm-hmm. Is they're antibiotics. They right. kill bugs. So when the food has that stuff in it because it's been sprayed or the animals eat the food that's been sprayed, we're ingesting tons of antibiotics. So, you know, avoid processed food, sugar, wine, beer, alcohol, dairy, 
aged and fermented mm-hmm. foods. Basically, eat only things that rot. <laughs> it sounds terrible, but, you know, whole foods that rot. Not whole foods from Whole Foods, the grocery store, but actual whole foods. And right, um, if you're right. going to eat fruit, Judy, be sure and um, peel it before you eat it. Because most mm-hmm. of the yeast is on the peel. Right. And if you're going to eat nuts, crack them and then eat them. Because nuts that are out of the shell are full of yeast, too, while they're sitting around being processed. In addition, you may want to have your doctor um, prescribe an antifungal medication like Nystatin, and um, that'll kill the yeast. It, that's what's going on, is it's the yeast, and the yeast is really hard to to um, find on a test, Judy. It's called the missing diagnosis right. for that reason. But um, mm-hmm. those those different references, I think, can give you some information. But that's what's going on. Your system is full of yeast. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, okay. I hope that helps. And thank yes. you. Thank you for joining us this evening. You're welcome. Okay. Take care. Bye bye. All right. Next, we have Danielle. Hi, Danielle. Are you with us? Hi, Julie. Hi, girl. How are you? I'm great. Good. Tell everybody where you're calling from. I am from Louisville, Kentucky. All right. All these Southern Bells tonight. You have a question for me? My, I do have a question for you. Um, I have two small dachshunds. They are for babies. And my <laughs> oldest dog, Charlie, um, is four. And since we've had him, he's had a pretty severe bout with food allergies, we're told. Um, okay. He gets pretty frequent ear infections. Oh. Um, and they can't, they, I've, we've been told by several vets, that they are not able to tell us what he's actually allergic to. So it's been very difficult for us to eliminate um, his allergy out of his diet. And so I wanted to see if you could help us kind of figure that out. Yeah, absolutely. What I'm going to do, Danielle, is I'm going to connect to you, and then I'll connect from you to over to Charlie. Okay? Sounds good. So uh, my laser beam's heading north from Alabama, uh, straight up I-65 to Louisville. All right, I have you. Got Charlie. His right ear is worse than his left ear. Um, okay. Yeah, it's it, wow, it's really inflamed. I understand, and it's got this crusty yeah. stuff in it. Like, yes, when, it's black it, goo of yeah of nastiness, and it's it mm-hmm. looks like it smells bad too when you get it out of it. It does. Okay, so um, the right ear again is worse than left ear. Left ear's got a little bit of it. The right ear is the worst. All right, let me energetically clear that out of his ears. Uh, have they ever said he has some kind of a mite in his ear? Looks like he's got some kind of little mite in the right ear. They said that it looks similar to mite, but that it's uh, actually yeast. And so we've been treating him for a yeast infection in his ear. Interesting. Yeah, it looks like mites, but when I ask, is it mites, I'm getting no. Is it a yeast infection? Yes. What's causing Okay, it's mold allergy. Where Do you, do you have mold in your house? Or is there mold anywhere not, where he is? Not that I'm aware of. All right, let me scan your house real fast. I do this all the time okay. for people when they're buying homes. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. 
before the inspector goes, you know, with the real estate agent, and I'll give them a list of things for the inspector to pinpoint the inspector. Will, well, I will be keeping that in mind. <laughs> inspector will look at them and I go, how the heck did you get this list of stuff? Because, you know, I'll say, okay, there's a leak in the upper right corner or there's mold from wherever. Uh, okay, I'm scanning. Yeah, you got mold in your house, girl. Oh, um, no. Yeah, that's what's causing it. He's living in a moldy, um, there's a moldy environment, especially in your, do you have a basement? I'm, I'm getting that there's mold in the basement. We we don't, actually, because we're in an apartment. Okay, is there a crawl space? Is there something in the basement of the building? No, no, there shouldn't be. I think it's on a slab. Okay, there's some kind of a space between the bottom floor okay. and there's some mold. In there. Um, okay. Right, let me look at the ventilation. No, ventilation's okay. Um, all right. There's mold behind your shower in the shower wall. And okay. there's mold underneath the shower pan. Okay. Um, and, the, and do you have carpeting? Where, does he have, a, like, a dog bed that's on carpeting? That's right, yep. Okay, there's mold spores underneath that. So okay. um, what I want you to do is go to a um, – this is environmental. It's an environmental al- allergy. That's why his vets aren't able to find out what the food allergy is because it's not food. It's environmental. Um, okay. Go to uh, – there's a couple of places, richieshoemakermd.com. S H O E M A K E R. Google him. He's an environmental specialist who uh, has all kinds of resources on how to get rid of mold. The other thing that I want you to do, Danielle, is Google moldymovie.com. And okay. that will also help you um, come up with some ideas of how to get rid of it. And um, and then also there's a website called Paradigm Change, just like it sounds, and it's, it's spelled P-A-R-A-D-I-G-M Change. dot M-E, not dot com, but dot M-E, and that's a okay. great mold reference website. But that's what's going on um, with him. Is it's an environmental thing. Interesting. Okay. Okay. And that can cause this yeast infection in yeah. his ears. Yeah. I think that's okay. what's happening is I think those mold spores are getting into his ear and they're getting systemic with him, but I can see that black crusty crap that's in his ear. Yeah. It's just disgusting. Yeah. I'm so sorry. It's bad. He must it's okay. Be it's okay. Um, well, and I have, have another Charlie question for you, if you don't mind. Okay. Well, I've got you. Yeah. Um, over the weekend, we were at a fam- my parents' lake house, yeah. and two very close family friends came over, and Charlie went after them. Mm. And I don't know if he is in a bad mood because of his ears or what happened, but he's never done this before. And on two separate occasions, he just kind of went into attack mode. So I didn't know if you could grab a feeling on why he was upset that they they were there. Were they trying to pet him or were were they just leaving him alone and he just went after him for no reason? They were, they were entering. So they were coming over and walking up, you know, to the home when he kind of went after. Okay. Let me ask, I'll ask Charlie. What are their, what can you give me their names? 
Sure. Bob and Dawn. Bob and Dawn. Okay. Did he go after both of them or just one? He went after both of them. They came at two separate times. Oh, interesting. All right. So, Charlie, what? He actually ripped both of their shirts. Good That's, heavens. It was very, oh, <laughs> it was very wow. alarming. Wow. And he's a very mild-mannered dog. Huh. All right. He's telling me that they felt bad to him, but I need more specifics than that. What felt bad? Their energy. Okay, what about their energy? Very kinetic is what he's saying. Were they? Are they um, really high-energy people? Are they kind of spazzy? Are they... Possibly, um, given he, the environment. Uh, he thought he was... He, was protecting you guys. Yeah. He felt threatened by them, not him per him personally, him doggily. Uh-huh. I just said a word. Yeah. <laughs> but he he was protecting you guys. He he saw them as okay. a threat. Something about their energy that was too frenetic, too too um kinetic is the word he told me. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what it was. It was an attack it okay. was he was protecting you guys. So okay. does that make any sense based on Bob and Dawn and their personalities? It does. It does. Um, they probably came in with a big old hello and maybe that just, you know, frightened him. And when the second event happened, he kind of related it with the first. I'm not sure. Well, animals are very psychic and they're very um, kinesthetic. So they pick up on energy really well. And um, he didn't, he, there's something about their energy that didn't feel right to him. Okay. So he, he was protecting you guys, he, you in particular, okay. but he was protecting the family. He saw them as a threat. Again, not okay. to him, but to you, to you guys. So he was being okay. your guard dog. Well, if you, if you can tell him, don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying tough, I'm going to protect her. <laughs> Thanks, Julie. <laughs> uh, he's saying, don't put me around those people again, is what he's telling me. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I think it was more them and less him. Okay. Okay. And I don't even know that it was a conscious thing with them. Right. Okay. It was very so, quick. Okay. Um, thanks for joining us this evening, and uh, I hope you enjoyed the rest of your week. Thank you, Julie. You bet. Take care. Right. Bye now. Okay. We tape this show every Thursday night at 8 Central, or I'm sorry, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. And uh, the call-in number is 605-562-3140, access code 533-677. If you're driving and you can't write that down, that number, it's on the cover page, on the homepage of my website down near the bottom. So if you go to AskJulieRyan.com, you'll see it. Also, the, you can download the podcast. We recorded on Thursday nights. The podcast can be downloaded on Saturdays. And again, to do that, you can go to AskJulieRyan.com or you can just go to your smartphone or iPad or computer and uh, go to the um, the podcast icon and type in Ask Julie Ryan and the shows will come up and you can subscribe and you can download them <clears throat> if you need to. Um, also, while you're on my website, sign up for my newsletter. 
there you'll see a little box. And that's a weekly little quick blog that comes in. It'll take you about a minute to read it. And it's a question that somebody has submitted online. And um, and then I answer it. And it also has all of this call-in information on it in case you want to join us on a show. Speaking of submitting questions online, here's one that was submitted by Melda. And Melda lives in Danville, California. And she asked... Hi, Julie. My ex-spouse, Robert, has Alzheimer's disease. Today, he wasn't able to swallow food or water. My daughter wonders if she should go see him. She lives about five hours away. How much time does he have? Is he dying? Is there something... Let me mute this person that just joined us. Is there something he needs to hear or see before he goes? Any guidance you can give us would be very helpful. His current spouse, Dottie, has been in touch with us about his condition. Thanks. And here's my response. Hi, Melda. I connected to Robert through you. He is indeed dying as an end as is in phase eight of the 12 phases of transition. Please go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and click on the 12 phases of transition tab to see graphics for each phase. Robert's spirit is out of his body and is attached to the top of his head. It looks like a cartoon bubble that holds the words a character is either saying or thinking. Robert's deceased parents are at his feet and anchor a horseshoe of angels that are the front line of the spirits of many deceased family and friends. In addition, the spirit of every pet Robert has ever had in his life are present too. They're off to his left behind the angels. I call this the Welcome to Heaven Committee. By the way, everybody has this. Everybody goes through these 12 phases of transition when when we're all dying. When any of us dies, we go through all of this, and we all have a Welcome to Heaven committee. Two additional angels are on either side of his spirit bubble and will eventually create a vortex above his head that will assist his spirit in evacuating from his body. This angelic duo will then escort his spirit to heaven. When someone is dying, I always ask three questions. Number one, are you ready to go? He said yes. Number two, are you in pain? Robert said no. And number three, what do you need? He told me he just needs to see his children. After having heard his answers, I believe it would be a good idea for your daughter to go see her dad. I believe it would be a great benefit to both of them. I also believe it may be a good idea for you to go as well. It will give you a chance to say goodbye and at the same time be a support to your daughter. Look for little miracles as you, as, you, as you and your family go through this process. Synchronicities, seeming coincidences, I don't believe there are any coincidences, by the way, and other touching moments will be plentiful and are designed to help us get through what, we can, what can be an emotionally difficult process. Plus, it gives us special memories to cherish. Blessings to you, Robert, and your entire family. A couple of thoughts here. I have worked with many, many, many families over the last 20 plus years when they have a loved one who's dying. And there are a couple of ways that we can do this with families. I can do a scan like I did for Melda, or I can do a program where there's daily updates, sometimes multiple updates during the day as somebody is dying, a loved one is dying. And The reason people find this so helpful from a logistical standpoint, number one, is because oftentimes family and friends are coming in to say goodbye, and they may be driving from a long distance like 
Melda's daughter lived five hours from her dad, or they can be flying in. I've worked with families who were flying in grandchildren from who were out of the country. And so people take time off work, they drive long distances, there's a lot of logistics that are involved when somebody's dying. Also, um, the other thing is that when people go through the 12 phases of transition graphics that are on my website at AskJulieRyan.com, they find tremendous comfort. When they talk to me, they'll say, okay, what's going on with my dad? And I'll say, he's in phase eight of 12. And they've got a visual of how angels are around him, how family members and loved ones are around him, and uh, and pets, spirits are there. So it provides tremendous comfort to the family at a time when it's just emotionally heart-wrenching. So keep that in mind when you experience somebody who's transitioning and, um, and go to the website and or call on me, and I'll be delighted to help you. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Let's go to another caller, and this is somebody in a 251 area code. Hi, this is Julie. Who's this? Can you hear me? Hit star six and see if that works. Hello, hello. Can you hit star six? Okay, let me put you on mute, and I'll come back to you. My next caller is from a 760 area code. Hi. Hi. This is Julie. Who's this? This is Kathy. Hi, Kathy. How are you this evening? Um, well, I've been better. Oh, I'm sorry. Where are you calling from? I am calling from Desert Hot Springs, California. Okay. Did you have a question for me? How may I help? Yes. I am in the middle right now of a, like a second time I've had this happen to me. It starts as a blocked a left ear, you know, like where you can hear yourself talking when you t- talk in the ear. And, you know, it, and like when you go in an airplane or something, you have to clear your ears, but I can't do I can't clear it. Okay. So it starts with that, and then it goes into feeling nauseous, and oh, sometimes wow. I vomit, and um, dizziness, like I might faint. Oh, my. And so this is the second time it's happened. The first time it happened, I went to two different doctors, and the first doctor said 
that um, it was a blocking station tube, and he recommended that I use some nasal spray. Okay. And then the second doctor looked in my um, nostrils. He said, oh, they're all inflamed. And and I got to say that I'm not surprised they're inflamed because they've probably been inflamed for 40 years because I have a slight allergy to cats. And um, ever since I got a, my first cat 40 years ago, I, my nose has been slightly stuffed. So. <laughs> Okay. So I don't see how that could be causing it. All of a and sudden, you're, that's you're. This is just happening. Yeah. Kind of. Four years later, it yeah. sounds like. Okay. So after a while, it it kind of went away, and every once in a while, my ear would feel a little blocked, just you know, maybe for a little bit on one day or something, and then it would stop. But um, last week, or actually probably the week before last, it started. My ear started blocking up again more frequently. Huh. But I didn't have the other symptoms until Wednesday of last week. And I, like right now, I'm laying flat on the couch, you know, just nauseous and dizzy. And this has been going on, you know, like for over a week now. Okay. I'm wondering if you have any ideas as to what it might really be. Yeah, yeah, you're, I got you on my radar already. Um Got you on there while you were talking. Uh, you are very inflamed. What I'm going to do is I'm going to apply anti-inflammatory energy, Kathy, to your body. And it looks like, I don't know how old you are, but do you remember a product called Dippity Doo back in the day? Yes, it is. Okay, it was hair gel for those of you who yes. are young. And it's just, it was kind of this funky royal blue color <laughs> and um that's what my energetic gel looks my energetic energy looks like it's kind of that blue it's a blue gel and it's cold so it calms down those inflamed tissues okay mold spores lots of mold spores lots and lots of mold spores okay oh, wow. uh let me see if i can see where they're coming from have you pulled up carpeting have you done any work in the house recently do you have new anything any it's environmentals causing it what's going on environmentally in your world well no to all of those questions okay how about are you um in an office or in some place that has done some of those things no okay all right um that's what I'm getting. It's environmental. And it's it's I think it's in your house. Let me see. Okay. What I would suggest is go Google Enviro Academy of Environmental Medicine. And it's doctors all over the country that have been trained in treating environmental causes of disease and illness. That would be the first place I'd go. The second place I'd go is functional Google Functional Medicine, the Academy of Functional Medicine. And functional medicine doctors are MDs, but they're doctors who look at the whole body. They don't look at just treating a symptom. They figure out what the cause of the symptom is. So I would look for somebody in um, that area, out in the Palm Springs area, who either specializes in environmental medicine and or is a functional medicine doctor. Okay? And my guess is... You know, there will be some out there. And I would go to one of them and tell them what's going on, and they will figure out with you what's causing it. It's something in your house. It's um, I'm getting that it's mold spores 
that you're having a reaction to. So you may have a pinhole leak somewhere that you don't know about, something along those lines. If you want to do a one-on-one consult, we can do that, and I can scan your house and and scan where you are and see if I can figure out where it is. Oftentimes I can, but I'm getting it's caused by mold, but you don't know where it is. The other thing is what I, I mentioned to... Um, to Judy and to Danielle, I think, or I guess it was Danielle with the mold, is Google moldymovie.com or go to moldymovie.com and also check out Richie Shoemaker, MD. Google him. And it's spelled S-H-O-E-M-A-K-E-R-M-D. And then the other site was paradigmchange.me. And those are all really good resources for mold, environmental mold, toxins and that's what's causing your problems i believe okay okay and i think you've got a leak someplace you don't know about and it's causing some mold and that's why it's probably come on fairly quickly yeah okay so right. good luck with that i hope you feel thank better thank you very much Julie. you bet yeah, thank you thanks for calling in this evening You're welcome all righty take <laughs> care bye-bye Okay, let's do another uh, question that was submitted. This is kind of a fun one. This was submitted on the website, and it was written by Danielle from Berwick, Maine. And she asked, Hi, Julie. Once a week for the last four weeks, my car alarm has gone off all around the same time in the middle of the night. The first time it happened, I thought someone was breaking in, but the motion light above the car was off. And it's been off the last three times, too. I was wondering if this could be a spirit. And here's my response. Hi, Danielle. When I did an instant replay of the times your car alarm sounded, I saw a cat jumping on the hood of your car without triggering the motion light sensor. I believe it had some food in its mouth and used your car as a safe place to chew. Have you seen any paw prints on the hood of your car? Your question, however, is a valid one. My friend Shari had her car alarm go off in the middle of the night last fall. It scared the daylights out of her because the car was in the garage and she was afraid someone was breaking into her house. She called the police. They didn't find anything. The next day, she asked me to scan what had happened. Turns out it was the spirit of a deceased relative who just wanted Shari to know she was around her. We had a talk with that deceased relative and asked her to find a more subtle way to communicate her presence. Thanks for your question. couple of interesting points. Uh, spirits sometimes don't know how to control their energy and wacky things can happen, like lights com- coming on in the middle of the night. We had a caller last week, Linda, I believe uh, was her name, and she was asking for her mom to give her a sign, and her deceased mom and her deceased mom said, okay, I'm going to turn the lights on in the middle of the night, which <laughs> I thought was hilarious. But Lights can flicker, alarms can go off, books can come off of shelves. I mean, weird things that can happen, and that's just coming from spirits who who don't know how to control their energy. All spirits are good. Evil spirits are a concoction of um, religions and uh, and um, religions throughout the ages have used evil spirits and all of that to control the masses. And also Hollywood loves evil spirits because they get lots of people watching their shows and coming to their movies when there's evil spirits. If you ever feel like there's a spirit in your midst and it's doing wacky things, just tell it to go away. 
And um, you can either say that out loud or you can say it in your head because we are always more powerful when our spirit is in our body in human form than just spirits because our bodies have mass. So just keep that in mind. If anything ever happens and it's freaking you out and you, every hair on your body is standing up and it's, it just is scaring you, just say out loud, go away or say it in your head. I don't know who you are, but go away. You're, you're, you know, you're scaring me and they'll leave. So that's a really easy way to work with, um, with spirits who are causing havoc in somebody's home or somebody's office. So, okay, let's go to the next caller. Hi, this is Julie. Who's this? Can you hear me? Hello? Hit star six and see if that helps. There you are. Hi, this is Julie. Who's this? Hello? Julie? Yes. Hi. Hi, Julie. It's Brenda. Hi, Brenda. Tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Columbus, Ohio. Well, thanks for joining us this evening. How are things in the Buckeye State? A little humid today, as you might imagine. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think it's like that. Summer. I think it's most yeah, like right. like that most places, except perhaps Palm Springs, where Kathy just Indeed. called from. Yeah, that's so, right. Hey, I'm a little that. concerned my my phone may may go out. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm concerned it may uh, I may run out of battery here on you. But so if I can give you kind of a double question, and sure. then I and if it does die that way, <laughs> you'll know <laughs> I haven't hung up on you. But okay, go okay, go okay. First thing is probably something that a lot of folks uh, have experienced out there, but I was, uh, it's kind of ironic to say, fortunate enough to have breast cancer that was found very early, okay? Okay. And so I'm, you know, that was several years ago, and I've been just fine ever since. But I think once you've had a diagnosis like that, even though mine was very promising and all, you, it leaves you with a bit of the heebie-jeebies that, you know, you just end up more watchful maybe than you you need to be. Um, And I guess what I'm asking is um, I I certainly plan to get regular checkups for all the pieces and parts, as it were, but um, uh, do I have, do I need to be unduly concerned about um, those checkups or do you see anything, any cause for concern? Okay. Um, and then sec- secondly, um, I have a, a brother who's been very ill for um, several years now, and um, we know he's um, on borrowed time, so to speak, uh, and are grateful for every day, you know, that he gets. And I just wonder if you could tell me what of his 12 steps, where he is in that, and, um, you know, anything you could forgive me. He's just 59. And um, What's his name, you know, Brenda? So, yeah, I'm sorry. His name is Gary. Gary. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let me what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you on my radar first and then I'm okay. going to I'm going to shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head and I'm going to see okay. what's going on. Number 1. I'll take it, especially if you get some laundry done. That would be good. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make any guarantees if I get your laundry done. <laughs> <laughs> do what you can, Julie. Okay. Do what you can. All right. And then and then next what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to your brother Gary through you. Okay. Oh, please. So let please me get do. you on my radar. I've got a laser beam that's going straight north from Alabama up he, to Ohio. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 He's in the he's in the Carroll area of of Ohio. Okay. Where is that? So, yeah. Near down near toward on the way to Lancaster. 
Okay. Which is what, mm-hmm. southeast of Columbus? Southeast, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I got you on my radar. Um, Brenda, you've got a couple of little spots on your right breast. They're uh, okay. in the middle. They look like they're burned. Um, they look like they're charred. Did you have radiation? Not on that side. Okay. Um, but I, yeah. But I have recently felt that same kind of stinging sensation there yeah. that I did on the left side before that was diagnosed. I think you need to get those spots checked out. Um, I They look like burnt tissue. Cancer to me normally looks like hot wet tar you know like when a car when a when a road is being paved and the tar is kind of you can tell it's kind of sticky and gooey that's what cancer normally looks like to me this looks more like some looks like more like irradiated tissue interesting okay Okay. so so maybe maybe something that came out of the radiation field from the other side and created an issue maybe yeah or something that wasn't as pinpointed as they thought it was but oh, I but I do okay. think you need to get those two spots checked out. The energy always okay. goes to where it's needed first, needed most first okay. when I scan somebody. And I okay, so I always just trust that. Oftentimes people will, I say, will say to me, Well, my left shoulder hurts and the energy my energy scan will it'll go to their right knee first, which is totally unrelated. But yeah. um yeah. right breast above the nipple, kind of in the middle, there's two spots. They're um, kind of, as I'm looking at you, uh, the top one is over a little bit more to the left than the one below it is, is kind of, if, okay. I, if I drew a line between the two of them, it's a diagonal. Okay. You're, um, describing, exa- you're describing exactly how the ductal uh, carcinoma happened in my left breast as all well. All right. Okay. So I think you okay. need to get that checked out. Um, okay. I'm not getting that it's malignant, but I still think, you know, let's yeah. just be prudent and go get it checked out. Yeah. So Great. Thank you. That's, Thank you. That's, there you go on that. If you want me to do okay. more of a body scan, call me for a one-on-one consult. Or, okay. You know, get one. And then let, All me, right. let me go to Gary. He's in phase seven of 12. And, oh, okay. Um, what that looks like, Brenda, is his spirit's out of his body. You may have heard me talking um, yeah. about Melda, my first uh, yeah. online question. The spirit hangs attached to the body. It looks like a bubble in a mm. cartoon caption. His, um, Are your parents both deceased? Just our dad. Okay. Well, then your, is your maternal grandmother deceased? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very, yeah. Very and- much. Mater- yeah, 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 yeah. But she was she was the one grandparent that we all knew. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she's big. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she and your dad's spirits are at his feet. Your grandma's spirit is at his left foot. Your dad's spirit is at his right foot. Your grandmother is running the show from the spirit world. <laughs> really? Absolutely, Aww. big time. You know, we think as mothers that we're done with our kids when they're grown. No way. Yeah. We run things from the spirit world when they're dying. We're the we're the mother spirit is the one that calls in the angels, calls in the other loved ones. Um, I mean, really runs the show. So there are guardian angels that are in a horseshoe pattern with your grandmother and yeah. your dad anchored at his feet. Yeah. Um, There are lots of other deceased family and friends spirits that are there. Every pet he's ever had in his life, their spirit is there. And then on either side of his spirit bubble, Brenda, is an angel 
And that angel, as you heard me um, in my response to Melda, is eventually their wings are going to move. And these are big old angels. Okay, they they appear to me as being between six and seven feet tall. They all look like wow. Stepford Angels. They all look the same. <laughs> and they, they're all dressed in a white gown. You know, they have a rope tied. Yeah. The gown's tied at their waist. They're barefoot. But their wings are massive. And what happens yeah. in about phase 10 is that their wings start to move. And they they remind me of a giant owl. And it's almost like if you watch a giant owl's wings move flying through the air, you can almost feel the drag that is created. Yeah. And that creates an upward vortex that helps the spirit Ooh. evacuate from the body. So okay. um, know that he's surrounded by spirits. If you go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, yeah. you'll see a graphic of all these yeah. different phases. But the cool thing is he's surrounded by angels. He's surrounded by loved ones. There's the welcome to heaven committee is there. Um, Is he, is he coherent? Is, can, is he? Absolutely. Very much so. And actually, I mean, he's, he's been in such declining health. We've um, had a lot of um, near misses, so to speak. And, uh, but on this last round in the last two weeks, uh, he's now home again from the hospital, but I think there's a, I, I, I want to say there's, a, there's more of a peace than mm-hmm. he has about mm-hmm. it all. And he has had um, uh, several very vivid encounters with our dad. Oh, and, um, yeah. Uh, it's been, it's been both amusing and touching and, yeah. uh, and I've tried to help him realize that, that they're absolutely real, you know, and, um, right. That, you know, how, how, you know, how real it is that, that daddy's waiting for him. Well, and as we get closer to death, uh, we, we start that veil between our reality and the spirit world starts to evaporate. And so when people say, well, grandma's hallucinating because she sees, she's seeing, you know, her parents who've been dead for 50 years. Yeah. Grandma's really seeing right. spirits and they're there. Yeah. And, it, and it may provide some comfort, not only to your family, but also to him. If you show him perhaps these graphics, um, yes. you may want to consider doing that. The other thing is, I yeah. believe that back in the day that people could see these 12 phases that I see, for instance, oh. at, I was raised Catholic, Roman Catholic, Mm -hmm. and so at the end of every Catholic funeral is a prayer that's said called in paradisum, and it talks about that the angels and your loved ones will greet you and lead you into paradise. Yeah, absolutely. And I I had heard that throughout my whole life, every funeral I'd ever attended, and it really hit me when my own mother died, because it's the first time I really witnessed the 12 phases, and during her funeral mass, I thought, holy moly, this is what I saw. And that prayer, Brenda, the best I can figure, originated from a 5th century Gregorian chant. Mm. And so I have to believe that those monks back then, whoever wrote yeah, that yeah. prayer, um, could well. see what I see. So wow. I think as we've developed and gotten more scientific and more, you know, more um, sophisticated, we've kind of tamped down a lot of our intuitive abilities, but we all have them. It's just a matter of right. 
of um, well, enhancing that. You may be interested to know, Julie, that just yesterday I was visiting a dear friend of mine in the neighborhood here where I live, and uh, she's one of my Catholic cohorts, I call her. Uh-huh. And uh, But I was sharing with her how I can be doing just great at, at uh, a Catholic funeral, and then uh, when that, when we sing that song right at the end before we process out, then I'm a goner. In paradise. <laughs> so I was, yeah. I was literally referring to that that song specifically just yesterday. So I don't think that's a yeah. Yeah, that that's not a coincidence either to me. So well, rely on the graphics. Anyway. Print them off. Take them to them. Give I them will. To your family I members. Will. Contact me if I, I can will. help you as you guys go through this. The twelve phases can happen really quickly. I've seen them. Happen. Oh, I wanted to ask that too. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, uh, so it it doesn't indicate a time frame no, at all. Okay. It really doesn't. Be, and keep in mind that spiritual time and our linear time are not correlated. So. Yes. A hundred years in our linear time may be the equivalent of a couple of seconds in heavenly time. Okay. The other thing okay. you need to remember is that everybody goes to heaven. Everybody, everybody, everybody. Oh, okay. Right. It's like that movie. Well, I'm not worried about him. That's for sure. Either dogs, way, but um, that movie, all dogs go to heaven. All people go yeah. to heaven too. Okay. What a deal. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Hope you feel better. Go get hey. yourself checked out. I sure will, Freddie, and God bless you, and thanks for all you do. You bet. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Good night. Bye-bye, Julie. All right. We have another caller here. It's, uh, is it John? Let's see. Joan Williams? Yes, Joan McWilliam. Hi, Joan. Hi, Julie. Thanks for joining Hi. us. Hi. Yes. Um, Where are you calling us from? I, I'm calling from Birmingham. I'm actually a friend with Cindy, who is a caller from oh, last terrific. week. Oh, terrific. Yeah. Great. So I don't know if this is this this is something that that you do, but my mother passed away in 1998 in a sudden car accident, mm-hmm. and I was just wondering if you may be able to pick up on any kind of message she might want to convey sure. to me. Sure, Joan. What's her name? Jo- uh, her name is was Harriet. Harriet. Harriet Williamson. Okay. Let me, I'm going to get you on my radar, and then okay. I will, um, and you're close by, so. Yes, I am. I know. All right, gotcha. She's standing to your right. Something about doing your laundry. <laughs> the first thing she's <laughs> telling me. <laughs> well, that's Something not about very, the laundry, huh? That's not very exciting. Was she real, was she, a, was she a neat freak or was she concerned about getting laundry? No, no, actually not really. Not really. No. Okay. She's saying you need to do your laundry. All right. Let's ask, let's ask her questions. That might be easier. Okay. Sometimes okay. they come up um, with bizarre stuff like that. And the other thing is yeah. spirits are really literal, Joan. So um, yes. when we ask questions, let's well, be as specific as we can. Okay. Well, uh, I didn't prepare anything, but let me think. Um, is there anything she can think of that I should, should specifically do with my, uh, do for or with my 21-year-old son who is um, struggling a little bit about with his future and his identity and where he wants to go and who he wants to be and when I think about my biggest concerns in life, it's just wanting to make sure that I'm doing everything I can do to facilitate his growth and 
development and is she giving me giving you yeah. any kind of a message as to what I can do? Yes, and it was coming in in the middle of your question and it was love him, support him and set very strict boundaries. So okay. we can ask more specifics about the boundaries if you want. Or if or any uh, of that. Or, or does that make yes. sense to you? I it it sort of does. Um does, does she mean like uh, setting boundaries like he does still live here at home. Does does she mean like more responsibilities here is at he home? Is he in school, Joan? Or is... Well, he he is taking a class at Jeff State, but he had no desire to go to college. Okay. Um, he's wanting to do something in web design. Okay. And is just taking a couple of classes, but nothing that would be college credentials. She's telling me to charge him rent. Ah. Okay. She's saying and start the, charging him rent. Um, and that came through when, you know, I, that came through before I asked, is he in college? Cause I'm thinking, well, okay. College. Okay. Uh-huh. So it's too but, easy for him right here so, at home uh, right now. Uh, charge him rent, treat him like a tenant with love. Is what she said. Okay. That sounds exactly like something she would say. Okay. <laughs> It's like it's making me think of just Sir with Love that movie, you know. <laughs> okay, him, all right. Like a tenant with love, but treat him with love. Okay, okay. Um, can I ask one more question? Sure. We got a couple minutes. Okay, and okay. Um, I have four dogs. They're all rescue yeah. dogs. Yeah. And two of the dogs um have got some uh, psychological issues. <laughs> one is a dog is a dog named Josie that showed up in my yard about three years ago. I couldn't find a home for her. And I think that she was abused. I have to think she was. I get um, it. Yes, she's deaf. She was. Yes. She, pa- she paces a lot. Um, is, is just has very unusual, bizarre behavior. And is, is there anything I need to do specifically with her to help her feel um, safer and more secure? And is there anything I could do to connect with her? Because it's difficult to connect with her. Okay. Get her a dog bed with a blanket in it, a soft blanket. Is what okay. I'm Put a soft blanket in there and make kind of a nest for her. Okay. So okay. Um, do that. And then I have another dog. I have another dog that I think sees the spirit world. Her name is Boonie, and we'll be in the living room watching TV, and I'll look down at her, and her head is just darting all over the room. She is, absolutely. She, yeah. She is. Yes, absolutely. She is. That's what I thought. Spirits, yeah. Yeah. And animals are... They, are they're friendly? Animals they're are, all friendly spirits? All, all spirits are friendly. Casper had the right okay. idea. You know, he was a friendly ghost. All ghosts are friendly. All spirits are friendly. Yeah. And um, she is absolutely seeing them. So um, the more you develop your own intuitive abilities and everybody's born with them, it's just a matter of developing them. Close your eyes and see if you can sense or feel anything when you see her doing that. And okay. um, the more you do that, Joan, the better you'll get at it. Okay. Okay. And we are well, Julie, out of time. Well, so, Julie, thank you so much. Thank I appreciate you. Thank your you time. for joining thank us you and so thanks much. for waiting. You bet. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for calling. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody. This went really fast tonight. So I hope your week is terrific and uh, see you next week. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. 
to schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.